how you choose to approach the process of blending mm-hmm. can make a huge difference in the outcome of the stability that you're able to provide and how relational bonds develop over time. Yeah. You know, if you're willing to be proactive and open up with each other and just share your fears and concerns now early on and the possible challenges that you might face, you'll have a much better chance of avoiding many of the common pitfalls of blended mm-hmm. family life. And everyone in your home ends up experiencing a bit of a better outcome. Yes. Welcome to the Blended Family Coaching Show, where you'll discover how to move your stepfamily from just surviving to truly thriving. Grab your headphones and listen in as we share practical, real-life strategies for building healthy bonds. Understanding the kids' perspective. Romance and partnership. Parenting with great teamwork. And yes, even co-parenting with a difficult ex. We're Mike and Kim Anderson, and we believe with the right tools, every step couple can overcome the common challenges of stepfamily life. Join us for authentic and sometimes comical conversations to discover how you can lead your family with confidence and create the future you really want. Well, hey there, welcome. We are excited to be connecting with you again today. You know what? A couple Mm -hmm. of episodes back, I put a challenge out there for you to leave your rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. At that time, we were at 82 ratings, thanks to your support. And now at the time of this recording, we're at 87 ratings. So thank you to those who (laughs) gave us a rating and to our most recent reviewer that shared Mike and Kim are fantastic. They really helped improve our marriage and our blended family. Mm. Hey, thanks so much for those kind words. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, but you haven't rated the show yet, we need your help. We'd love to see over 100 ratings in the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. Why? Because in the podcasting world, ratings and reviews are one of the primary things that drive visibility to other couples just like you who need the support that we have to offer, but they just haven't found us yet. So would you take just one second and tap the star rating that you think is best for our show? That would really help us out. Mm -hmm. And if maybe you have a minute or two, then leave a written review as well and tell everyone what you think about the show. Mm Mm-hmm. We really appreciate we uh, your help in yes. reaching more and more blended family couples. So if you could do that, thanks so much. So that's enough for the infomercial <laughs> for today. Let's get, get going. Now, we also want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, Lindsay, for her encouraging feedback mm. and also thank her for the suggestion that she made recently for that's the right. podcast. Lindsay reached out to us through our share page, which you can access at mikeandkimcoaching.com <laughs> forward slash share. That's little right. Shameless plug there. <laughs> and Lindsay shared that she and her partner are about to get engaged, Mm. and they're wanting to build a strong foundation during their engagement period. Mm. Now, she asked if we have any pre-blended family advice on how to prepare (laughs) their kids emotionally and physically for the next steps in their journey. Mm -hmm. And we're planning to get married later on this year. So first of all, congratulations to Lindsay Mm -hmm. and her soon-to-be fiancé. And the short answer to your question, Lindsay, is yes. (laughs) We do have some practical advice on how you can prepare your kids and also get united as a couple 
before everyone moves under the same roof, mm-hmm. which we know can be a really challenging time. That's right. And by the way, we want to commend you, Lindsay, for your intentionality in preparing mm-hmm. and for your desire to build a strong foundation for your future blended family. Yeah, That's totally. awesome. Absolutely. And you know, uh, we love this suggestion because how you choose to approach the process of blending mm-hmm. can make a huge difference in the outcome of the stability that you're able to provide and how relational bonds develop over time. Yeah. You know, if you're willing to be proactive and open up with each other and just share your fears and concerns now early on and not just, you know, for yourselves individually, but also for your kids, if you can honestly talk about those things and the possible challenges that you might face you'll have a much better chance of avoiding many of the common pitfalls of blended Mm -hmm. family life. And everyone in your home ends up experiencing a bit of a better outcome, especially through those early Mm -hmm. years. So being proactive rather than being reactive is a great goal for every blending family. Absolutely. Now, if you're listening and you've maybe been blending for a while, uh, you jumped in without doing this kind of proactive preparing that we're talking about, We want you to hang in there Mm -hmm. and listen through this episode anyway, because some of the strategies that we're talking about can still be applied really to any situation at any time. You might just need to apply them a little bit differently, especially if you've been experiencing challenges or if some unhealthy patterns have already emerged. Now, we've found that any couple at any Mm -hmm. stage can take action and move forward with some new tools that will improve their blended family experience. So what do you say we dive in? Yes, absolutely. All now, right. honey, the first fight we ever had. Oh, goodness. As well as the biggest fight we ever had. <laughs> yep. And many more fights throughout our blended family journey were centered around parenting. That's surprise, right. surprise. Mm-hmm. And parenting is probably the main reason why couples reach out to us for coaching support, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? I would agree. And that's because parenting issues in a blended family are a major catalyst of pain mm. and confusion and resentment, frustration, and disagreement for mm-hmm. couples. Mm-hmm. Parenting can be such a point of contention for step couples, and there really is no escaping these realities because, let's face it, Kids are in the home on a regular basis, and their habits, their attitudes, and behaviors are going to be happening around you and in your space. All the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And this goes far beyond just having different parenting styles, which can also be a challenge. That's for sure. But when we use this term parenting in this particular context... We're not just talking about correction or discipline. Mm -hmm. What we're really talking about is how we're raising our kids. Who are they becoming under our direction? And what's the vision that we have for our family? Mm -hmm. You know, most couples don't really talk about their individual parenting goals and what's most important to them. In fact, we had a hard time Mm -hmm. talking about that early on in our journey. But we want to learn, you know, what's, what are our shared values mm-hmm. and what kind of character traits do we both want and life skills do we both want to instill in the kids? And even if couples do have these conversations around their parenting goals, step couples rarely talk about how they're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Like what are the actual action steps that we're going to take day in and day out 
that will model and teach our kids those important values, character traits, and life skills. In other words, what's the vision for our family? Mm -hmm. What are the specific parenting goals? And how are we going to reach them (laughs) when it comes to the development of the kids that we're trying to raise together? That's right. Now, this might all sound a bit lofty or theoretical, Mm -hmm. but the reality is these kind of parenting decisions get practically played out every day (laughs) in the home around little things and around big things. That's why it's so important to get on the same page as soon as possible Mm -hmm. so that you can confidently lead your family and avoid disagreement and disconnection as a couple. Yeah, you want to be united as a team. Yeah, you know? and you also don't want to be confusing the kids or sending a lot of mixed messages or mm-hmm. having double standards in the home. Sure. If you ultimately hope to meet your parenting goals and make your vision a reality, mm. you'll need to be intentional about creating unity as a couple and come to some practical agreements around how you'll consistently make parenting decisions for all the kids living under your roof. That's right. And we call this developing your family's code of conduct. Mm -hmm. And you can do this at any time in your family's journey. Mm -hmm. We coach couples around this that have been married for years, and it's incredibly effective for them. But if you can have this important discussion proactively, like Lindsay and her partner are wanting to do, Mm -hmm. and then begin to implement your code of conduct in your individual homes first, before everyone's living under the same roof, then that transition will be a lot smoother and Mm. you can work towards minimizing some future pain points for the kids and Mm. in your couple relationship as well. Yeah, totally. And what you just shared really is the core of what we want to get to today Mm -hmm. in this episode. So important. So so let's just give a really simple example. And, And this is one that a lot of families, I think, can relate to because yeah, we hear so. this story a lot. <laughs> uh, you know, a while back, uh, we supported a couple. We'll, we'll call them Shane and Stephanie. That's not their real names, just to protect the innocent. I yes. <laughs> now, Shane and Stephanie were also being proactive. Mm-hmm. They weren't living under the same roof yet, and they wanted to be prepared for their upcoming wedding and that blending process that they knew was about to take Keep place. Right. You know, their hope was to just do things right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they were after. Yeah. And, and this couple was planning to move into Stephanie's home after they got married. Right. Now, when we asked about their biggest concerns, Shane said that he noticed how clean Stephanie liked to keep her home and that her young daughter was responsible for doing chores and helping out. Mm -hmm. He thought that was great, right? Now, he was worried, though, that his kids were going to upset Stephanie because they were kind of (laughs) messy and he didn't really require them to clean up after themselves or do chores. He, he even went on to explain that since his divorce, he, he'd hired a housekeeper that's been taking care of the cleaning in the house and picking up after him right. and the kids for him. So they really weren't doing chores, right? right. Yeah. Now, Stephanie shared that she really needed her home to be clean and tidy. Oh, I, I, I think Stephanie's great. <laughs> yeah, you like that too. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie also confirmed how intentional she's been to train her daughter to Mm. do chores and contribute to keeping the house organized. Yeah, it was a priority Mm -hmm. for her. 
Now, she went on to express that she didn't want to be put in a position of having to be the enforcer Mm -hmm. with Shane's kids or end up nagging them to pick up after themselves and contribute. She believed that that was going to have a really negative impact on her relationship with his kids. That's right. She's absolutely right. That's that's the core Mm -hmm. of the issue right there, right? Now, Now, the reason why I said that most blended family couples can probably relate to this example is because we hear about these same dynamics dynamics a lot we do. all around the, the different kinds of aspects of family life. Yeah. And this was something that we struggled with too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting how something that might seem a bit trivial, such as household responsibilities and cleanliness can quickly turn into a much bigger and unavoidable issue mm. that often leads to frustration and conflict. Oh, yeah. And this sometimes takes couples by surprise, mm-hmm. but it really isn't surprising when you consider that when you're blending a family, you're essentially merging two distinct cultures. Mm-hmm. You, you each have two different ways of doing things from you know what foods you're going to stock in the pantry to when homework should get done to everyday expectations and boundaries and general conduct. Yeah. And not only do we hear about the growing pains of blending and culture clashing, but of course, we've also experienced Mm. this as well. And Mm. we've shared this before on the show, but my daughter Annika was a pretty messy kid. (laughs) She left her stuff all over the house, and I happened to be a pretty permissive parent back then, and Mm. I didn't have a lot of expectations around cleanliness for her. Mm -hmm. It was also easy for me to just overlook Annika's messy trail of clutter or simply pick it up myself whenever I got around to it. This was our culture going into the merge with Mike. Mm -hmm. This issue that I thought was pretty minor actually became an urgent pain point for Mike and ultimately led to a lot of disagreement and conflict around Annika's habits and the conduct in our home. Yeah, that's right. And I'll tell you why. Every time I had to look at or stumble over or be inconvenienced <laughs> by Annika's mess, what happened inside of me is I felt disrespected. Yeah. I mean, after all, this was my home too. And not only that, but I truly believed that it was important for Annika to learn to take care of her things and have a little bit more self-awareness of how her mess impacted other people in the household. And, you know, this one seemingly simple issue was actually attached to some bigger things, such as the value of respecting others, or the character trait of responsibility, or just the simple life skill of keeping your home and space reasonably clean and organized. Mm -hmm. These are things that I believed were really important, not just because of what I wanted, but also for what I wanted for Annika. Mm -hmm. And that was these healthy developmental pieces of her character and her skill and and the values that she instilled to, to make sure that she grew up with that. I wanted her to succeed really well when she had roommates someday Mm -hmm. or, you know, a future relationship, whatever that might look like. Yeah. Yeah. Your motives were really good. Absolutely. And another reason why this is so critical, especially for those who are preparing to blend, is when you get ahead of this and you start to establish some habits and some uh, changes in your individual homes before you blend and get everybody under one roof, you're actually protecting the step relationships. Mm. So if you think about it, if you start making some changes with your kids in a single parent home, then they're going to identify those changes with you as their parent 
But if you wait until you get everybody under one roof and all of a sudden the kids have to do chores they've never done before or they're not allowed to eat dinner in front of the TV Mm -hmm. like they used to do or anything like that that seems small and subtle, they're actually going to start connecting that with the step parent. Mm -hmm. And that creates a negative interaction or a negative view of what that step parent's bringing to the table. So this is really important in the blending process. Absolutely. And ultimately, none of this is about the mess itself, right. right? It's about critical discovery and intentionality and in how you'll lead your family forward as a team mm-hmm. and starting that process before you're even under the same roof. Totally. Now, if you're listening to this and you're saying to yourself, yes, that's exactly yes, what yes, we yes. need. <laughs> we need to work through this and get on the same page and create a code of conduct for our family. But maybe you really aren't sure how to communicate about it or what Mm. steps you need to take to do this successfully. Mm -hmm. We want you to know we've got you covered. That's right. And and because we feel so strongly about this, we've (laughs) actually created a really simple online workshop Mm -hmm. for couples that'll guide you through this process step by step and give you everything you need to really open that discussion up Mm -hmm. around the vision and the goals. We'll help you clarify what's most important to each of you, prioritize those things, focus so that you don't get overwhelmed and even identify doable action steps as you lead your family forward. Mm -hmm. Really, by the end of the short workshop, you'll have a fully developed code of conduct and some clear expectations for everyone in your family. Now, we've been told by many couples this was actually a fun process (laughs) for them. And we've heard positive reports of how easy it is to implement and begin upholding that with the kids. It right. actually makes discipline easier and a bit more gentle, too. Right. Couples also feel really good when they get to cast a vision for their mm. family, when they start to talk about clarity, they build unity and some consistency as well, right. which can be really challenging when we're in that blending mm-hmm. process. So if you're interested in learning more, you can schedule a free coaching call with us, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Or if you're just ready to dive in, we'll also put a link Mm -hmm. in there for the workshop itself. It's called Step Families That Make It, and you can get started like right now. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Now, again, this workshop is a positive step that you can do before or after you've merged. That's right. Now, let's get back to Shane and Stephanie's story and how you can be proactive when it comes to blending and preparing your kids. Mm The first step, which might seem a little uncomfortable or even awkward, but it's absolutely necessary to be honest about your concerns. That's right. Sometimes we fall into this trap of avoiding things or even convincing ourselves that, oh, it's not a big deal. It's all going to work out. It'll be fine, right? But like I always say, avoidance doesn't solve mm-hmm. problems, and it certainly won't prevent them either. That's right. And I only say this because I'm a recovering avoider, <laughs> and I've had to suffer the painful consequences of avoiding things just because I didn't want to move out of my comfort zone. That's so right. take it from me, avoiding those concerns, even if they seem small, that's only going to lead to more discomfort later on. That's right. If you don't talk it out, you're going to act it out, mm-hmm. right? And if you struggle with avoidance or you find it difficult to assertively communicate what's really on your mind, or maybe you lean more toward 
passive or aggressive or even passive aggressive communication, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to episode 50, which is how to openly communicate what you really want. Mm -hmm. That could set you up for success as you talk about some of these challenging things. You know, the truth is that blended family life is not for the faint hearted or for the person who's going to just stuff it all. Right. That doesn't work. Eventually, if we keep stuffing, we're just going to blow up. Mm -hmm. I've been there many, many times. Now, you've got to have the willingness and the ability to talk about things that are hard and uncomfortable. And luckily for Shane and for Stephanie, they were able to directly share their concerns, Mm -hmm. not just about this issue, but other issues as well. As a result, we were able to come up with a strategy to help them prepare for the merge and successfully blend. Right. Now, one blended family principle they needed to understand is around parenting rules. Mm -hmm. As a step-parent, it's best for Stephanie to focus on connecting with her stepkids rather than correcting them. That's right. Her concern about being put in that position of authority and having to enforce or nag Shane's kids around (laughs) cleanliness, they were right on her concern. This would most likely lead to pushback from the Mm -hmm. kids, hurtful feelings, and possibly sabotage that bonding process. Like Mike mentioned earlier, we want to protect that. That's right. Yeah. And as Shane and Stephanie opened up to each other about their concerns, they started to come into some agreements around the values that they wanted as a foundation of their home, Mm -hmm. as well as some of the character traits and the life skills that they wanted to model and teach their kids. Mm -hmm. Shane really wanted to protect Stephanie's relationship with his kids by supporting that connection, not correction principle that Kim just mentioned. He realized that he really needed to help his kids (laughs) learn to be responsible when it came to cleaning up after themselves and contributing to the household. Mm -hmm. This was a valuable life skill. And it also encompassed the values and the character traits that were important to both him and Stephanie. So they came up with an action plan that they could implement immediately. Shane had to give the bad news to the housekeeper and say, (laughs) hey, we don't need you anymore. And then he had a meeting with all of his kids where he just explained, hey, look, guys, I really need to help you learn the value of responsibility. And part of the way we're going to do that is have you contribute to what's going on here in the household. Mm -hmm. That was a skill that they were going to need for future success later in life. Yeah. So he took a positive approach as he set this new expectation around specific chores and responsibilities that each child were going to have from then on out in his home, Mm -hmm. in his specific home before they were blending. Shane took the time to teach each child how to perform their given chores, and he was really patient as they gradually mastered their new skills. They were picking up after themselves mm-hmm. and cleaning their rooms and learning about laundry and dishes and all the things we all have to learn at right. some point or another. And he consistently monitored their, their progress, mm-hmm. and he held them accountable when the expectations weren't met, as well as rewarded them when the job was well done. Right. So all of this was focused on Shane's home before the merge, and he was able to establish some new habits with his kids, which ultimately began preparing them for this blend with Stephanie and her child and getting everybody under the same roof. Right. Now, this was such a positive action step Mm -hmm. because after the wedding, when everyone moved in together, Stephanie was able to relax and allow Shane to direct his kids around their responsibilities with cleanliness. Mm -hmm. She was able to focus on connecting and building relationship with them Mm. and didn't get sidetracked with correction. That's right. 
She was also able to compliment his kids and thank them for their contributions around the house, Mm -hmm. which created a lot of positive interactions and some warm feelings towards Stephanie. Mm -hmm. They were able to avoid negative interactions and possible damage to that fragile step relationship because Shane and Stephanie talked about these issues up front, they strategized, and they took action. And these are the kind of things every step couple can do before and even after they merge. Mm -hmm. This is just one example. But you can strategize around all kinds of pending or potential issues ahead. And this can help to prepare everyone for a smoother blend. And it can make a huge difference in how you lead your family forward. Yeah. Now, if you've already merged and you seem to be running into some problems and maybe you're experiencing ongoing conflict around some parenting issues, don't panic. That's Mm. normal. (laughs) But we encourage you to go back and listen to episode 63, which is five strategies to help you get united even when you disagree. Mm -hmm. Or if you're feeling really stuck you can schedule a free coaching session with us and we're happy to help you work through your challenges. Absolutely. Okay, so let's just get really direct here and and lay out the actual steps that we've kind of already talked about today Mm -hmm. that you can take before or even after you merged your cultures and you're blending your family. First, you want to have an honest conversation about your concerns, even if those things seem small and insignificant. You know what? Small issues can quickly turn into big ones, Mm -hmm. and it's a lot easier to confront them when they're still small rather than later on after they've built up Mm -hmm. into feeling like bigger things or they've been piled onto a whole bunch of other things and feelings have already been hurt and you've experienced some confusion and now you're in conflict and possibly even some resentments are popping up. It's just better to to get ahead of the game and take a proactive approach and and rather than having to do damage control later on. Right. So be really open and assertively communicate what you've noticed and any worries or concerns. You know, this was so true for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you mentioned it very early on in the episode that our first fight was all around parenting. And you know, when we discovered that And I kind of made some comments about your parenting and you were offended and we got in a fight. I really quickly backpedaled Mm -hmm. and was like, oh, no, 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 you're fine. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Just to make the peace and all that. And later on, it became a really big deal. And I think if we had had done a little bit better job not avoiding Mm -hmm. in that early discussion where we were really struggling instead of just trying to not rock the boat, I think we could have resolved some stuff that maybe never would have become giant problems for us later on. Yeah. And if we had talked about the values, the character Mm -hmm. traits and the life skills that we wanted for Annika, that would have been a lot smoother conversation than you kind of just, you know, bringing stuff up out of the blue. (laughs) Fix this, fix this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So have that open, honest conversation Mm -hmm. as early as possible, like, like this week, if you can. Mm -hmm. And, And then next You want to explore what it is that you want for your family together, Mm -hmm. your parenting goals and your vision. That's part of this discussion, right? What are those values? We've said these three things before. What are the values, Mm -hmm. the character traits, and the life skills that you each want to model and to teach the Mm -hmm. kids? That's right. And because we know that issues around parenting can become major pain points for blended families, 
Your next step is to agree on a code of conduct for everyone in your home. This Mm. includes all the kids and the adults as well. Yep. Your code of conduct is based, again, on the values, character, traits, and life skills you've identified, and it needs to be simple, it needs to be practical and enforceable. You don't want to get overwhelmed. Mm. This is actually more effective than having this big, long list of house rules. For sure. Next, you'll want to find a time to share your code of conduct with each set of the kids individually and clearly define your expectations as the bio parent. Mm-hmm. This is going to help to get everyone on the same page as you move forward towards that blending process and become a family unit. Yeah. Now, remember to keep the message positive. These are things you want for your kids, mm-hmm. for their benefit. Now, if you haven't yet merged households, let your kids know that the things on your code of conduct are things you've chosen and they're important to you. Okay, Be careful not to throw your partner under the bus. Mm -hmm. Shane never said to his kids, hey, you guys need to start doing chores and cleaning up after yourselves because Stephanie likes to keep a clean house. Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) That's right. Shane took responsibility for the new expectations and he left Stephanie out of it. He protected her in the process. Yeah, that's such a, a great point and an mm-hmm. important point. You know, the other thing you could experience too is some pushback from right. the kids. And if you get that, um, you know, again, like Kim said, you want to stay focused on what you want for the kids. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, look, I want to, just like Shane did, I, I want you to learn the value of responsibility mm-hmm. because it's going to do you well it's, someday. Right. And, you know, I can imagine they're like, oh, that sounds lame. They're kids. No fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things <laughs> that we've, I've said to Annika, we've said to our mutual kids over and over is just, hey. I love you too much not to do this for you. Not to teach you and, this And you can just thing. leave it at that. And mm-hmm. most of the time, kids will kind of move move past yeah, it. Move yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you get pushback, that's just a little uh, a little free tip. In fact, you should expect pushback. That's yeah. normal and natural. <laughs> right. And it's okay. It doesn't last forever. They get on board and they figure it I out. Know. I always give pushback when Kim's trying to make me do new chores around <laughs> the house too. <laughs> All right, so now it's time to strategize and take action. That's your next step. So brainstorm ways to prepare the kids now in your individual homes before you merge households. Mm, Now, in those areas where you've got some concerns, think about what you can do to minimize or even avoid future Mm. problems. Mm -hmm. So here are some practical questions that you can ask yourselves around this. What skills do I need to learn or how can I show up in a way that supports the blending process? Mm. You may need to learn some new parenting skills. You may need to learn how to set boundaries and enforce boundaries. And that's okay. I had to go through all that too. Mm -hmm. And I became a much better parent because of it. You can do this. Yeah. Or how might I guide, teach, or direct my kids in a way that prepares them to merge and protects their relationship with my partner. Right. Right. That was exactly what Shane and Stephanie were all about, Mm -hmm. was saying, hey, how can we establish these things in our individual homes so that we can protect the future of that step relationship between step parent and step child? Yeah, really think through that. Now, if you aren't sure how to answer these questions or you feel stuck, don't be afraid to reach out for help like Mm -hmm. Shane and Stephanie did. That's right. But you want to take action. Mm -hmm. You want to work your strategy. 
you want to be diligent and keep communicating with each other. Yep, it's key for sure. So, Lindsay, we hope that this gives you and your partner some direction and some practical ideas around how to start preparing your kids. And we hope that this has been valuable for any other listeners as well that are wondering what they can do to prepare Mm -hmm. or even possibly just get unstuck if they've already merged and run into some challenges. Right. But we've got a couple more suggestions that might help you respond when things happen that you might not expect or simply just prepare yourself to meet the challenges ahead. Right. You don't want to be blindsided. Yeah. First, be sure to communicate with your kids now about the upcoming changes and help them to get their expectations in line. Mm -hmm. Transitions are hard for everyone. So the more you can be there for your kids emotionally before and during this big transition, the better. In fact, we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. transition in an upcoming episode. Mm -hmm. You really want to keep your kids informed in an appropriate way and stay in touch with what might be going on with each child emotionally. Right. This is important because most of us tend to go into fix-it mode when our kids are expressing tough emotions. Mm-hmm. I know I'm very, very guilty right. of that, right? But what we really need to do is give them some empathy and support when they're hurting. Right. We encourage you to go back and listen to episode 18, How to Help Kids Navigate Transition and Change. Absolutely. Another piece of advice is to educate yourself around step family dynamics. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like Lindsay has already been doing this. So we commend you and encourage you to continue, Lindsay. Yeah. And whether your name is Lindsay or not, and you're listening to this show, you're doing that too. So (laughs) keep it up. That's great. That's right. When you invest in learning, you're getting your own expectations in line, Mm -hmm. which is a necessary step. But you're also going into these complex dynamics with your eyes open. And this is exactly where you need to be. Mm. So learn everything you can about healthy bonding strategies. And if you don't know about the crockpot strategy for step families, go back and listen to episode 72, which is all about the best way to create healthy bonded relationships and you'll start to understand that the crock pot has nothing to do with dinner time. <laughs> it's all about a low and slow approach to bonding that mm. leads to the best outcomes That's right. and helps you to keep your expectations in line. It's also so beneficial when you can learn about kids' perspectives and discover how your kids and stepkids might react to confusing situations or pain throughout the blending process. Totally. And, you know, you really need to understand the difference between a first family marriage and a blended family marriage. Mm -hmm. If you want to learn more about that, you could check out episode 77. Or you might want to dive into how to navigate this stranded stranger trap teammate Mm. dynamic that we talk about a lot. You can check that out in episodes 21 through 24. There was like three episodes just about that. Right, (laughs) right. right. Because that's challenging and pretty much every step couple will experience it. You'll also want to learn to communicate openly with each other like we talked about and really learn how to work through conflict. This is a must. There is going to be conflict. Mm -hmm. And then continue to invest in your romantic connection. Yeah, definitely. I like that one. So important. (laughs) Gain insights around all aspects of parenting. There's so much to learn. And understand your distinct role with both your bio and your stepkids. Also learn how to cultivate a cooperative co-parenting relationship with the exes. All these things are so important. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. So what you're really saying is we need to be students. We need to be students. Yes. 
So there's so many ways you mm-hmm. can do that between podcasts and books and workshops. And you, you can even reach out for some support. And again, we have a link in the show notes yes. for you to schedule a, a time to meet with us. There are a lot of aspects of blended family life that you can get insight around and you want to do that because you don't want to be blindsided when a little bump in the road hits. Yeah, or a big bump. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) either way. So the point, keep growing your knowledge and Mm -hmm. equip yourself for all the ups and downs of blended family life. A proactive approach to blending is definitely going to benefit your family Mm -hmm. and those intentional efforts that you make to continue learning is going to help you grow and it's going to pay off in the long run. And really it's going to lead to the best possible outcome for your children. Absolutely. So again, we want to thank Lindsay for Mm -hmm. the question about this. Go be proactive about how you're going to blend. If you're, if you're in those pre blending stages, be proactive about how you're going to establish some new boundaries and things Mm -hmm. in your individual homes before you blend. And Mm -hmm. if you haven't, that's okay. Just get started now and have those conversations. Just yeah. like I recommend. Yeah, you can do that. Now, you said the word transition earlier. Maybe mm-hmm. I said the word transition. <laughs> I don't know. Next episode, next week, we are going to dive into uh, how, you know what? People don't really have a problem with change. And I know that's arguable. <laughs> what people really have a problem with and struggle through is the transition. Yes. And so we'll talk more about that next week. But for now, that makes this episode a wrap. Until next time. Does it ever feel like people just don't get how tough it is to blend a family? What if you could experience a community that's all about healthy support, guidance, and practical strategies that help you thrive in your blended family? Well, now you can. Blending Together is a supportive community for blended family couples just like you. We've educated and supported hundreds of couples navigating the unique challenges of blended family life. Now we're inviting you to join our community and experience the transformation that awaits you. Blending Together is not just another community. It's a place where you'll find practical real-life strategies for building unity as a couple, creating more connection as a family, experiencing partnership in parenting, and even dealing with that difficult ex. Blending Together is a safe, growth-focused space where you'll get to connect with us and maybe more importantly, with other blended family couples who truly understand what you're going through. Along the way, you'll discover practical tools, guidance, and hope that empower you to find a future full of confidence and connection. When you join Blending Together, you'll gain access to a variety of resources like our private Facebook group and online learning platform, monthly coaching meetings, monthly Q&As, and you'll even get to vote on the content for our monthly workshops. Mm -hmm. Blending a family can often leave couples feeling alone or isolated And quality support can sometimes be expensive and hard to find. That's why we're offering you access to all of this at a super low monthly rate. 
because every blended family deserves the opportunity to thrive regardless of their budget. So scroll all the way to the bottom of the show notes and click the link to join us in the Blending Together community and meet other couples just like you in our upcoming community meeting. Plus, when you join before the end of the month, you'll gain access to our brand new bonus mini course that will help you make quick headway. Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. We can't wait to meet you inside Blending Together. Just click the link all the way at the bottom of the show notes to get started. We'll see you there.